right, let's go. Back-to-back days of woman conversation. Isn't it your lucky week? Get back to work. Um, let's see what's going on. The Atlanta Braves are World Series champions. I got to watch a little of that last night, which was... Um, I think I always watch the end of the World Series. Like, even if I'm not invested in it completely... I make a point to be there at the end. You know, some, some World Series are more invested than others. This one I just never really got into for whatever reason. I think baseball fucking exhausted me this year. And I was still sad to see it go last night. But, uh, yeah, baseball was exhausted. The Yankees, the Yankees front office, management, managers, they have taken something I love and just about destroyed it. So, I, I just, of course, I still love the fucking game, but... Man, they make it they make it a chore, these people. I'm talking about Brian Cashman and Boone and uh, a lot a lot of these front office analytics, whatever the fuck people. Especially when you see these two teams. Not for nothing, these two teams have two teams in the World Series. You had Dusty Baker on one side managing. The guy's been in baseball for a hundred fucking years. And Oddly, I was sad that he didn't get, didn't win. I, you know what? Like, I really would have been happy to watch him hoist the trophy. I, everybody else in that team, Altuve, Correa, Gurriel, like I would not of course, see him do it again. I just would not have appreciated that at all. But you know, get, getting to watch uh, Dusty would have been a fucking cool moment. And I, his time is running out. He's seventy something years old. Time is running out. Uh, similar, similarly though, similarly, sim- similarly though, getting to watch Brian Snicker, the uh, the coach of the Braves, who's been there forever, who's been there, you know, for for a hundred years in his own time. He's in his sixties, and he's um, Atlanta Brave lifer. I mean, he he was a coach in the minor leagues in the nineties. In uh, the last time that they won in 1995, so in their minor league system, so he's been there. He's come up through the ranks, and he um, he come out on top finally with a team that really was put together in desperation. I mean, they knew that they had a chance to win their division because the division sucked. We had me and Aunt always talk about that on Sunday poor, and always mentioned the weak NL East and how they, they were kind of gifted it this year um, after a few years of just of, of Atlanta heartache you know not just the Braves but you know last year blowing the 3-1 lead to the Dodgers uh, you know the Falcons being the Falcons Hawks five Hawks are finally a decent team but you know they're not winning they're not any contention to win rings um, although last year they had a nice run in the playoffs right but um, it's it's been a, it's been a long hard road for Atlanta fans. So behind, you know what? Talk about homegrown town. I mean, Freddie Freeman's been there forever. Uh, you know, they have Acuna, but he's gone. He was hurt. Uh, Freed, you know, and they brought in. You know, and then they have uh, I think these guys, Ozzy Albies and Dansby Swanson, might have come over in a trade. But um, I mean, have all these guys that they they've had from. From Jump Street, if they got Dansby in a, in a trade, I think it was as as a prospect. I might be wrong about that. Maybe I'm getting my guys confused. But I mean, they have a homegrown guys, and but then they had to throw together the Jock Petersons and the Ore Solaires and um, 
I mean, uh, who else? Fucking losing track of who they got. But, I mean, they, they had to throw guys together because their whole outfield is decimated. So they had to throw an outfield together, basically. And somehow they found a way to timely hitting and good pitching, man. That's, you know, the keys in October. And a bullpen that was firing on all cylinders, at least, you know, the the, the, the important guys needed. So uh, very cool to, to watch, you know, like I said, to watch a Braves lifer and to watch Freddie Freeman. Um, who's like you know? Who's put his life into that organization? So, um, yeah. Even though I wasn't like totally invested in the series, you gotta, I gotta find a way to be there for the end, for the end, and to to watch uh, another yet another baseball season. You know, the thirty ninth of my life, and uh, you know, hundred and whatever the fuck of all time. So. Uh, yeah, baseball is in the books. And we move on. We have basketball season is, you know, a few weeks old. Hockey season is a few weeks old. NFL, we're approaching week nine here. And I got to tell you, I was watching over the weekend, just, just like getting ready on a Saturday, flipping the channels around. And I throw, uh, I think it was MSG or MSG Plus, and it was a gambling show. Now, you know, when I think of gamblers, I think of, like, Atlantic City. I think of, you know, the seediness of, of AC, the backroom card games. Right now I'm reading a book about Arnold Rothstein, so, I, you know, I think about that era, and he was a professional gambler, obviously fixing the World Series, speaking of baseball. Uh, and I think of, like, Jimmy the Greek, who was kind of a street guy that made a name on TV and then ruined it by being a racist or at least saying something racist. Who knows if he was actually a racist, but, you know, said something horribly racist. Um, but uh, I think of these kind of people, kind of edge of society, uh, underworld types that, you know, that are fucking seedy. I mean, I run... we. We run that uh, that pool, and I think it's kind of, it's not just, you know, my friends who are degenerates, but, like, they're friends of friends who are degenerates, and I get, like, three layers of degenerates coming out of the woodwork every football season um, to partake in this, and I'm, you know, taking, basically taking their picks every week, and I know it's not, whatever, it's fucking picks pool, it's 25 bucks, it's not like we're running, uh, you know, the executive game or something, or running some underground casino like in Boiler Room, which would be awesome, but we're not doing that. Uh, and I, but that's what I think of. I think of like degenerates. And I flip on MSG, and it's like this local gambling show, you know, because now everything with DraftKings and played against sports, that's <laughs> not played against sports, DraftKings and whatever the fuck they are, all these websites and you can do them legally now in Connecticut and New Jersey. So they have all these all this need for content. Um and you see it with like, you know, Cousin Sal, Fox Sports Bet. Like they have I think that's still a show. Uh where they where they talk about, you know, whatever their picks are for the night and I mean Cousin Sal's entire website is hey now, it's coming into my lane. All right. The little Hyundai Sonata making himself at home in another lane. All right, now we're neck and neck at the light. 
things. All right. Um, so there's a need for content, and they have this guy hosting this show, you know, in like a long sleeve T-shirt and spiky gelled hair. And very, very excited. He's like a fucking carnival barker up there. Just very excited. Like, I remember what game he was talking about. It's like, in the San Francisco 49ers, let me tell you about the San Francisco 49ers. I'm really excited for the 49ers this year. Uh, I think they have a great, or this week, I think they have a great chance to, to show you something. Um, or you know what? I think it was the Eagles. He was all in on the Eagles. And I was fucking pissed because I was in <laughs> and I was in on uh, oh god damn it I'm so I'm sorry I brought it up I didn't even think about this before I brought it up but of course uh, yeah he was all in on the Eagles and I was ready I was all in on uh, on the Lions and of course I'm like oh you're gonna eat your fucking words you fucking dork and of course uh, Lions got slaughtered but that's not the point all right the point is I can't take a fucking dork doing. Day that's day five that that car. By the way, I'm driving somewhere in Bridgeport, and day five that car has a boot on it. Um, it's been at least since last Friday. I, that's the first first time I noticed it was on the work on the way to work last Friday. Um, so good for him still having that boot. You know what though? You can't get a ticket, right? They already put the boot on your car. You're not going to be getting tickets, so it's really. I mean, you got to pay to get the boot off at some point, unless you're going to jackhammer it off yourself, but. You know, you're not paying for the tickets. So at least you're not collecting parking tickets. Good for you. Smart, sound financial decision there. Uh, I just, I can't take it from these fucking people. Like, I don't need a guy who, like, it's, I mean, it's the whole world now, right? Because the whole world grew up in the internet. So it's a whole world, you saw with, like, the poker stars, right? It was all these fucking dorks came to, to play in the World Series of Poker. And, like, Doyle Brunson was, uh, you know, was a dinosaur. He was extinct at that point. You know, you don't you don't get the same kind of seediness with the World Series of Poker because you have, uh, you know, like the Phil, eh, whatever. I like Phil Ivey, so I'm not going to pick on Phil Ivey. But you have like those kind of guys that are all these internet people, these people that that won big in these. Uh, I don't know what they are, like the um, the online gaming suites or whatever. And by the way, there's another thing with uh, these now that I have the app to to bet on sports on. They just have in that bottom right hand corner like. Play blackjack. Oh. <laughs> I would love to play some blackjack right now, but that's a really bad idea to play blackjack on your on your phone. It's just not a good idea. Like I gotta I gotta hear the cards, I gotta see them. You know, I gotta I gotta be there as they're shuffling and coming out of the shoe. I can't fucking like do this online online blackjack. Just seems like a fucking disaster. At least if you're doing poker, it's playing against other people, and you never know like what exactly you'll be pulling. Like I don't know. I, I I always feel like those, I never played poker online for real money. Well, I did, but not like in those tournaments, like with my friends on an app, you know. And it always feels like, how come I have a straight and this guy has a flush and this guy has a full house? Like, how is this happening? Like, these cards are just too fucking good, all right? So I wonder about the algorithms and shit like that. But you want me to play fucking DraftKings Blackjack? I can't trust a poker app algorithm, uh... I, I, you know, just playing playing around my buddies. I'm not going to trust fucking DraftKings who has a real interest in me losing money to them. Like, Christ, I can, you know, they can just hope I, I could bet. I mean, they're going to get enough fucking losers this weekend to make some money, right? But they'll take every fucking dime they can from you. you believe me. So, I, we need something. We need just, like, some real 
we need some real uh, we need some men's men in there we need some grease greasy fuckers in there just a guy that you just can't trust you want that guy picking your games just a guy that you don't want like you're, you, anywhere near you or you know you can hang around him at a bar or whatever uh, a pool hall or something but I don't need a guy that you know just a, a guy, the guy's res. What do you think the guy's resume is that was doing this fucking MSG plus thing? The guy was a fucking server at Chili's two weeks ago, and now he's fucking doing this shit with his fucking spiky hair and shit. No, 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 man. Demi, I I want a guy who's been fucking gambling in Las Vegas for the last thirty fucking years, grinding it out. Not a guy who fucking who's grew up on grew up on fucking Facebook and Twitter and TikTok and fucking Instagram. I don't need this fucking guy. No, give me a guy who could fuck who wears a goddamn suit, who gets up there, who may or may not have lost like forty-five grand like this morning on a highlight game or something, okay? And let me just get that guy's opinion on the fucking Colts game for Thursday night, please. I don't need fucking you know Jimmy Go Lucky over here, fucking. Hey, I really love the Colts tonight. You know the Jets they have Mike White and this and that, and I don't fucking. Yay! I don't need that fucking rah-rah shit from a fucking gambling show. Christ almighty. It's fucking sickening. Alright, that's it. That's my fucking spiel for the day. I'm here uh, just about at the train station, so it's time for me to cut ties with my... uh... By the way, down at this train station, there's always this fucking scooter. It's not fucking locked up or anything it looks like a motorized scooter but it's never like i said it's never locked up and it's in various places around the train station now it's like a block away from the entrance to the train station sometimes it's by like the uh the platform it's been on both sides of the platform before i'm not sure what its story is i've never seen anybody on it i saw it last night when i left the seat this morning on my way in i am curious where it'll be uh, tonight, when I come back, or tomorrow morning when I come back, like I just, I'm enamored by this fucking scooter, just making its rounds around uh, the train station here. And a lot of people, by the way, uh, look at this guy in a Vespa. A lot of people do take just like the Vespa scooters. That's a scooter, like a motorized standing scooter, the one I'm talking about. Uh, a lot of Vespa type scooters around here on the commute, uh, and the commuter a lot. And I wonder what these people are going to do now that it's, you know, fucking 35 degrees out. All right. Well, that's going to do it for one week conversation. Thanks for listening. I will talk to you the next time. Have a great fucking day. Don't take any shit from anybody. I'll see you.